The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash on their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleepers. Got to automatically match your first deposit up to $100 at sleeper.com slash SGP. And of course, make sure to download the SGP and app. It is your home for all of our free picks and our podcasts. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. It is a Wednesday as we record yet another episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. We have got so much to talk about, and it just, I mean, we may have to cut this into five different episodes, Cody. This is just a crazy... Last week and a crazy this week coming up. So, <laughs> hi, buddy. How's it going, man? Let's. Uh, we we better jump into it, or we're we're gonna be here all night. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, I've already been talking NASCAR for the last three days. I hit your status, Cody. I finally got asked onto Derek Yoder's show. Did the back road last night? Like, I feel like I'm primed and ready for NASCAR talk tonight. You're you're good to go. You've been all over the place this week. It's a little bit of an easier week for me. I got a lot less going on and. Uh, you're picking up all the slack, so uh, yeah, uh, definitely check out everything Rod's on when you're done listening to this. The ebb and flow of the NASCAR gambling pot. We're in high demand, Cody. It's just That's the nature of this beast, man. It's a good thing. Uh, I love it. All right, but let's not forget about you guys out there. Uh, thanks for tuning in each and every week. This show has grown. Uh, it continues to climb the charts, and I feel like it's going to continue to climb the charts here in the SGPN, and I, for one, am here for it. I know Cody's super excited about it, and um, yeah, if we keep making people money, I think we're going to be okay, yeah? Yes, sir. Uh, all right. Well, then let's talk a little bit about last weekend, because as much as we were all over the place and we're all over the place this week, NASCAR was all over the place as uh, they had p- drivers in all parts of the world up to and including Portland uh, where or yeah, Seattle, Portland. They, they were somewhere in the mid no northwest up there. Uh, but the trucks, uh, the, the, yeah, the trucks were in gateway with the, the regular cup cars and then the Xfinity cars were tooling around on a road course in the rain. So, uh, let's just recap our, our bets for the truck race. Uh, Cody, this was a heartbreaker. Uh, that, that truck race was just nuts to the end. Not just that, but there were so many truck beds laying on that track. I don't know how the cup cars got around it, uh, the next couple of days. So, uh yeah crazy race 
It was, uh, yeah, pretty intense. That's uh, no doubt about it. <laughs> but, I mean, this was, so they've been going around that this was nothing new to them. That's the thing. Like, it just, this was a, not a new track, so I don't know what the excuse was for the nutso race that happened. I just think there was a lot of people pushing for a lot of positions that, uh, you know, it just, it turned into one of those races where you wondered uh, whether or not everybody was going to be able to finish. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, yeah. Again, they, they've been going there for, for a few years now, so wasn't new to them. I don't know if the pressure of, of the Cup guys being in town just made everything crazy or what, but uh, definitely a pretty crazy one. Big Brother was in the house. Everybody was watching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we had each only made one bet apiece because at the time those were the only lines that we had, so uh, we both picked our winners. I, man, I feel so bad for the guy that you picked to win. It was just a, a heartbreaking way to finish. Um, hopefully he's okay. Uh, so actually I, you probably haven't seen cause you just got off the live show with Derek. There was an update. Uh, so yeah, I had Carson Hosovar to, to win the trucks at plus 1300. He was in a pretty rough accident on the last lap, got nailed right in the driver's side. I mean, very, very hard hit. There was some audio that came out. He was, he was in a lot of pain. Uh, and then it, and we had not heard anything today until today on his status, but Within the last hour, he tweeted out that he's going to be racing this weekend Ooh. at Sonoma. Um, so that's very good news. I mean, people were concerned about broken ankles or or torn stuff or whatever. He did not specifically say what was wrong. Uh, but Daniel Suarez is going to be on standby for him during the race. Uh, so again, we've talked about this earlier in the season with the driver swaps. I know as far as like DraftKings and stuff goes, whoever starts the race is who will count. So keep your eye on it because if you pick Josevar and he doesn't start the race and Suarez does, then it probably points probably won't count for him. Same with the bets. I'd maybe try to avoid just picking anything with Josevar this weekend just because, I mean, and then if he has to get out midway through the race, I mean, your bet should still count as him even if Suarez finishes in the car. So if you think Suarez would have better results, maybe, but I would probably stay away from it. But great news that he's going to be in the race, he's obviously healthy enough and has gotten the okay from the doctors to be able to race. So that's outstanding news because that was man, that hit just got it just in the right, the right, right spot to be the wrong spot, I guess you would say. Uh, right on his driver's door there and just a, a massive hit. So definitely glad he was okay. He had to get pulled out of the car and taken, taken off the track on a stretcher and straight to the hospital and all that. So. Good to good to hear that he's going to be at least good enough to give it a go this weekend, and and this isn't one where you can just hold your foot down and go. I mean, yeah, again, we're on a road course, so uh, yeah, he's going to be working it. But yeah, good news from him. I figure you probably hadn't seen that with uh, just jumping off the live show here a minute ago. So. Yeah, no, I didn't get a chance to see that, but yeah, good news for him. Just yeah, awful, awful sight. You never want to see that. Like I, I don't care where, how, why, or or where the reasoning you watch NASCAR is. Even if it is for the wrecks, you never want to see that. That's just terrible. That's yeah, absolutely. I mean, some wrecks can be entertaining, you know, and it it's fun. To, I mean, you know, in a way, fun to watch the chaos ensue in that. But you definitely never want anybody to get hurt. And uh, so, definitely glad that that he seems to be okay as he can be. At least, it's definitely good news that he's going to be back already this weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, talking about coming back. I hope Stuart Friesen is able to. Uh, <laughs> I picked Stuart Friesen to win. Uh, I'm at plus 1,100. This bet looked good, looked bad, looked good, looked bad. Friesen was all over the place. Still wound up finishing fourth. 
salvaging a fourth place finish out of the whole thing. But look, he was as high as first, he was as low as 30th, and he was everywhere in between. Just, you know, could not really stay up front. He led 13 laps, but with the wackiness that was this race, I, I don't know, Friesen just couldn't necessarily, he didn't have what it took at the end to be there when it counted. Yep. And, and I mean, again, he, he's been he's been uh, looking pretty good this year. Actually, I have him in a bet coming up. So uh, I really like the momentum he's had. And like you said, recovered for a good finish. So, you know, you, you definitely weren't wrong. Had things not gone wrong earlier in the race, he, he might have had a chance to be up there in the mix for it. Yep. A lot of good drivers in that got caught up in, in either pit strategy or, or accidents or, yeah, just all kinds of craziness that happened to that truck race. So... Uh, put it behind us, and we'll move to uh, Sonoma, where the trucks will talk about them in the next stage. Let's talk about the Xfinity race out there in the rain. It's funny, Cody, because we were talking, uh, just watched Driven a couple of days ago, and you know that one scene where the F1 racers are just in the absolute pouring rain, and I said, do they really allow them to race like that? I've never seen an F1 race in that much rain. Sure enough couple weeks later here we are in the pouring rain in uh in the xfinity race and man i I don't know that i'd ever seen that before yeah i I don't know how we didn't think uh racing in the pacific northwest of course it's gonna rain we probably should have talked about that last weekend but uh you know oh well we we overlooked that but yeah surprise they race in portland and it's raining uh so that definitely caused some chaos talk about chaos in the truck race this race was even more chaotic i mean there was just so much crazy stuff going on. You have a car three laps down that wrecks the leader under caution. I mean, you really, you can't make stuff up. Almondinger was all up and down all over the race and ends up coming back to win. We, we had uh, Sheldon Creed flipping the double bird. Uh, I think he, he felt bad for losing that bet for you. But, uh, <laughs> Pretty sure he did. <laughs> it, was, it was entertaining. <laughs> uh, entertaining for sure. I mean, you saw what's crazy is that the the corner that they cut that first that first corner everybody cut it and it just the stop and go penalties were fine when you're strung out but when you're doing when it's a restart and everybody's right. stopping and going i mean They're obviously we saw the up and yeah you got guys just randomly stopping and <laughs> there's no man, set yeah. where you stop for that stop and go so you literally just stop and hope that nobody hits you which unfortunately that didn't happen uh and, and we saw the repercussions of it but yeah, I mean, look, how many cars crashed out from 26th back crashed out? Like, that's that's an insane – that's almost a last week type of uh, – or two weeks ago type yeah, of I situation. Think, I think I want to say oh, – I saw the stat on Toby Christie. They're really good about incident points and, like, keeping track of incidents throughout the race. I think it was, like, four cars that weren't involved in an incident during the entire race. Everyone else was either off the track or got run into, got spun out. Just something crazy happened. So, yeah, it was a pretty – Pretty uh, insane, intense race for sure. Indeed. Well, then our bets were as followed. Our first head-to-head match was Connor Mosack and Sheldon Creed. You had the Mosack. I had the Creed. You walked away with the win. <laughs> I did. I, I uh, got that one, luckily. Uh, yeah, I mean, Creed just got caught up again in, in one of those. Got bunched up, got run over. He <laughs> expressed his displeasure with the double bird to... To Jade Buford, I think it was, uh, driving the 48 again this week. But, uh, yeah, Mosack just happened to uh, outlast Creed. So I, that was probably more luck than anything. Again, Creed just getting caught up in it. But uh, 
I'll take the victory. <laughs> I know. And it wasn't like Creed was going to win that race. I mean, I, I don't think he had what it took at the end to actually get and, and win the race. But at the very least, he was running over Mosak for most of the race. It was close. Well, that's what I, and that's what I talked about last week, though. He's just he's one of those drivers that has that bad luck bug. No matter how good he looks, something always happens. And yet again, the bad luck bug got him again. And it's like, man, you feel bad for him because he was such a good driver. I mean, and he's been, you know, performing well in the Xfinity. He's had a lot of good races, just not the results to back it up. Again, similar to like a Tyler Reddick in the Cup Series where just thing after thing keeps going wrong for him. He's going to put it together here and, and, you know, start looking good hopefully later on in the season. But that was pretty much my entire thinking there was uh, the bad luck bug and uh, it worked again, so. Hey, and for the record, I told everybody out there to take your side of it. So if they took my <laughs> side, that's their fault. <laughs> I warned them. I was like, look, in this head-to-head, you just take Cody. It, it, that's that's a done deal. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the luck for this week. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Uh, better lucky than good is what the whole, that's actually the whole theme of this race. Better lucky yeah, than good. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, speaking of that, your next head-to-head featured Ty Gibbs over Sam Mayer. This wasn't better lucky than good. Ty Gibbs actually did look pretty good. He finished seventh, and then Sam Mayer got wrecked uh, early on in the race. So, yeah, he definitely was a 12 laps in. <laughs> he got wrecked Yeah, yeah that's not, it's always nice when you have a head-to-head and somebody wrecks out early. <laughs> And you're like, oh, woo. now no matter what happens, you're good uh, and covered. So that one cashed nice and early. Again, a little juiced up at minus 165, but for good reason, obviously. Ty Gibbs dominated that race. I, I mean, it, it got away from him at the end there after some issues. And I don't know if Awuji spinning him out like that. Man, just, I don't understand. And NASCAR's done it before where they've been like, okay, look, you need to go back to lower series and like, learn some more. I love Jesse Wuji. It's a great story. He's a Lieutenant in the Navy reserve. Half the time he's not able to practice or qualify. Cause he's got Naval duties and stuff like awesome story. Emmett Smith's the part owner on the car, but like, I think he needs a little more experience in the lower series first, because he's not shown anything that he knows what he's doing, what's going on. I mean, you spin the leader out where you're three, la- you're, first of all, you laps down on a road course. I don't even know how that's possible. That's tough, <laughs> especially with all then, those cautions. Yeah, I mean, and then you spin the leader out. You're you're trying to pass him in a corner, even if you supposedly he says he was he was told to pass the leader. You don't pass the leader in the middle of a corner on a road course. Like, I don't know what he was doing, but just man, I don't know. Go back, go to the lower series. You know, again, great story. I love the guy. He seems like a super cool dude, but I, I think it's probably. Probably better to maybe go get a little more experience before you try to race with, with the big boys if, if you can't quite handle it, you know? <laughs> well, at least he did it later on down the road and not uh, before Sam Mayer got wrecked out. So Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you cash that one. And then we go to the big one where A.J. Allmendinger just basically outlasted the Demolition Derby to find his way from God knows where to the front, right? I mean, I know he started 10th, but like... This guy, he was all over the place and still ended up winning the race. If you would have told me before the race that A.J. Allmendinger was going to win, I would have told you that he led most of the laps. He was up in the top five the whole race, other than, you know, maybe getting cycled out at some point, but like pretty much a dominating fashion. If you would have told me that somebody was just going to get the win at the end by out surviving everything, I would not have picked Allmendinger, but... uh Hey, man, you got it right again. Yet another Xfinity winner for Rod. 
So I might have got him on the head to head, but uh, keep following his winners because uh, he, he's been kicking ass there all season. All right, I'll take the better lucky than good in that instance too, though, because that <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know that was just a, a crazy ridiculousness. He, you know, he just so I'm pulling up his loop stats now because he he started uh, his high position obviously was one. His finish was one right. in the middle of the race. He was 13th. He started in 10th. He was as low as 30. Eighth man, thirty. He only turned three of the well, fastest he off, laps. He was off the track on the first lap. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he had issues right from the beginning of the race, and it was just like, you know, oh man, your bet's probably cooked just because it's going to be so hard to get all the way back up through everything. And there he was at the end. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. Uh, and then on top of that, I mean, he flew to St. Louis overnight or whatever, and got a top ten in the. I think it was a top ten in the Cup Series race. Yeah, it which was is great for that. Uh, you know rotation of drivers for that colleague 16 car so well let's talk about that let's talk about that race because that it. was just about as crazy i mean we saw ridiculousness in the xfinity race and turn around and saw ridiculousness <laughs> at gateway i've never seen road rage play out as much as i have in that race and i gotta tell you man tempers were already flaring on that shorter track but uh, your boy ross chastain my boy ross chastain stoked the fire <laughs> pretty good huh Man, that uh, was super intense. I mean, it was exciting because every time he caught back up to Hamlin, you knew Hamlin was just going to play, you know, keep him behind me type of games. And, uh, man, I don't know what Chastain was doing. And, I mean, after the race, you know, he, he admitted he was in the wrong and stuff. But you got to watch out. I mean, you got a big target on your back now. I think Elliott pretty much paid him back for, for what happened to him. So he might not care so much, but Hamlin is definitely. And then, I mean, after the race, Hamlin and Justin Marks, who is Chastain's car owner, were going back and forth on Twitter. Justin Marks' wife was getting in on it. Like, oh, man. So we'll see. And uh, I could see Denny being a pretty calculated. And, you know, he gets locked into a into the next round in uh, the playoffs or something. Chastain needs to get a good finish and takes him out. Now, we saw that backfire on Kevin Harvick this past season. Cause he tried to do the same thing with Elliot. He was going to take him out. He did take him out and then he and <laughs> got scared and took himself out and missed the next round of the playoffs. So, I mean, it can come back to get you, but you got to be careful. Same thing with, I mean, I think Byron owes one to Logano for earlier in the season or was it the other way around? I don't remember which way it went, but I know, uh, we need somebody to keep track of all those. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> need, a, need a whole entire tally sheet for all these rivalries. <laughs> Man, it's been crazy. But uh, yeah, they're getting it's good bigger. to see. I mean, it is. It's fun to see stuff like that and these guys going back and forth like that. And I mean, I Chastain was one of my picks to win, and he still ended up finishing eighth with all that stuff that went on. So, had Hamlin not been slowing him up all race, there's a good chance I think he would have been up in the mix. But and then I wanted to comment on the finish too. I mean, we saw two guys that have been around a long time, been racing each other for a long time, very clean race at the end. They could have easily wrecked each other, taken each other out, taken one of the other guys out, one. I mean, it was slide job, Logano to the lead, Kyle Busch to the lead. Oh, he crosses him over. He goes back underneath. I mean, just outstanding racing from two veterans, two guys that know what they're doing. And, uh, yeah, just I want to give props, hats off to them because we've seen it a few times this year where a guy just wrecks another guy or you know, takes both of them out in third place wins, something like that. So hats off to those guys for putting on a hell of a show uh, for, for that race. And, I mean, a lot of people were worried about not being able to pass much and stuff like that. And oh, no. there wasn't a ton of passing, but there was plenty of action. That's for sure. I mean, and again, it was only a 300 mile race. So half the distance of the Coke 600, but 
there was not a mile of it that was not entertaining for sure. So yeah, those was, cameramen uh, were had to had they had their heads on a swivel. Yeah, that no is kidding. for sure. They it were was, like, uh, it was quite the race. <laughs> they said, well, "Okay, where's Hamlin? Where's Chastain? We got to follow these guys." Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Speaking of that, you had or I had Ross Chastain over William Byron in that race. Boy, I tell you again, it just got interesting. <laughs> it was super interesting as far as who was going to finish uh, in that because Chastain, man, uh, he just. You're right. I, I'm not quite sure exactly what he was doing, what he was thinking. I know that he wanted to get aggressive like he always does, but it just feels to me like he got a little too uh, aggressive on that. Yeah, well, and then it was almost like it almost seemed like the Hamlin bump was like a mistake almost like, I mean, according to Larry Mack, he was looking at the data and he said Chastain breaked. So I don't know if Hamlin had some type of problem and then he just got into him or what the deal was there, but. But then the Elliott thing, I mean, that seemed more like an obvious. He just dumped him, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows uh, at this point? <laughs> only he knows, and he's not yes. forthcoming with that information. Uh, but that did cash because Chastain still managed to climb his way, just like you said, to an eighth-place finish, where William Byron caught up in whatever he was caught up in all day long, finished in 19th. So we cashed that one. That head-to-head cashed. The, the next one, unfortunately, boy, you talk about Reddick riding the – race of his life this was this was it uh he actually finished 16th it wasn't that big of a of a gap between him and briscoe who finished 24th but yeah i mean reddick was uh he wasn't bad he wasn't great but he wasn't bad yeah he didn't get bit by the bad luck bug like he had been briscoe actually did i mean i was feeling really good after that with we i mean you know we put that bet in on wednesday when we recorded and then he goes and sits in the car on the pole and i'm like okay now we're talking. He jumps out. He leads the first 27 laps. Then the tire goes down, and it was just kind of downhill from there, and he wasn't really able to to fight back from that. So I feel like it was still a pretty solid bet, and I, I think had Briscoe not had the tire issues, he, he would have probably pretty easily beat Reddick, who, I mean, yeah, Reddick was 16th, so he wasn't really that impressive on the day. He wasn't really running up front that much. So I think if, if uh, Briscoe hadn't had the issue, and of course, you know, he blew it right after he passed the pit. So he had to limp the car around. No caution. Just puts you so far behind the eight ball. And we talked about that. If you get that far behind the eight ball in such a short race, it's hard to catch back up. So see, that and was it happened the case there. It, it happened. That was it. Yep. So that's the proof right there. That's all you need. Yeah, exactly. That, that we, we knew what right. we were talking about when, when it came to that, for sure. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Speaking of that, uh, I didn't know what I was talking about. I was a half a number away <laughs> From the winning car uh, being under 10, or I'm sorry, not not half, a, I was thinking Hamlin, I don't know why. <laughs> I was a lot away from having the winning car under 10 and a half, and in fact, if you think about it, the only car that finished with the, in striking distance of that was Eric Almarola, who we kind of tossed in as an we aside. Did. We touched on him, and he ended up fifth again. Just the flat tracks, man, he's always good at those for whatever reason. Exactly. So yeah, we were we were counting on Chastain. He finished eighth, but of course the winner was twenty two. Uh, even the second, third, and fourth place cars were all over ten and a half. So uh, yeah, I, just like Samson, I, I was way off uh, on that one. <laughs> uh, all right, your next bet was one Denny Hamlin. You stopped the fade Denny Hamlin train over Martin Truex Jr. But this one now I would like to point out that this is a win in my book because <laughs> when Denny Hamlin loses, it's a win for me. You said so, it too. Uh, <laughs> you said it last week. I believe, yeah, I did touch on that last week. This is one of those where you're fine if you lose the bet because uh 
Hamlin had a bad day, and, and a bad day he did have. <laughs> so, yeah, he did have a bad day. Truex finished sixth, so that one obviously didn't cash. Yeah, Truex actually scared me for a minute. I thought he was going to win the race, and I was like, oh, man. 42 laps he led. Talk. Four, I know. That's what I was saying, too, to myself. You were like, aha, uh -huh, he's done. Quick, and quick touch on Truex. I don't think either of us, I don't think either of us have bet on him this week, no, but huh? Cole Pern is back as the lead engineer on his car this weekend. So that's something interesting to watch. Him and Cole Pern won a lot of races yep. and did really well on road courses. So I'm yeah. not going to bet him because he's old and he's about to retire. <laughs> but, uh. Uh, all right. And then we'll wrap it up with Larson and Wallace. Uh, Bubba got just, yeah, bad luck. Larson, same thing. Chastain and oh, Briscoe. Did, did, did Larson or did... Bubba get wrecked by Chastain too. Yeah, I feel like he did. He got well, he did. and then Hamlin was all mad about that too because he owns that. Guy. Yeah, it was. I don't remember yeah. exactly what that incident was, but I think, I think Chastain was involved in that one somehow too. So. Oh, he was. He was involved in all the high drama. <laughs> yeah, from, from the gateway. So, uh, all right, let's. Uh, we got. We still got tons to talk about. We just had to I recap know. it with you guys because uh, you know how we roll over here, uh, and and we're gonna go ahead and get you set up for the weekend of betting that's ahead of us as we finished up looking behind in uh, in stage two. But first, as we always do, let's talk about WinBet. You want to make sure to get down on WinBet's $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, take part in the ultimate fantasy football experience if you bet 500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st you get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at the Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. You can even enter this multiple times. That is allowed. You want to party with DJ Diesel? I know you do. All users can bet $100 on NBA or casino, and you can get entered into a prize drawing to attend a DJ Diesel at Shaq for you folks out there who are not know. Shaq O'Neal performing at the Encore Beach Club at night, as well as meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. So much to choose from, and all you got to do is download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you are someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let us move on to Sleeper. It's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You're like me. I know you've got far too many. Well, I don't know. There's not, there's not uh, such a thing as too many Sleeper uh, leagues. I'll tell you that. But you have a ton just like I do because I know I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product. It's unlike anything else out there in the industry. Plus, you can make money now on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It is super simple, and for folks like me, you need super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Then you can pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball, hits in baseball. Then you choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. And the main reason that I'm excited about this over-under game on Sleeper is it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest so we can all play together. It's got built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop right now what you're doing. Download the Sleeper app now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends Make some money on your mobile phone by joining our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. 
Sleeper's going to automatically match that first deposit of yours up to $100. That's right. Join our squad to get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's rules and terms of use for details. All right, Cody, for the first time since 1862, the trucks are going to be rolling around the Sonoma Raceway. Okay, I know. It's, I think it's like 1998, <laughs> I think, is the yeah, last 24 time. 24 years is what I what I saw. <laughs> 24 years, trucks are going to take oh, the... You do the math and figure out what year that was. <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. It's, it's over 100. Wait, no. Okay, anyways. Close uh, enough. Close enough. Last <laughs> <laughs> Math has never been my strong suit, says the guy hosting the Gambling Podcast. Uh, but yeah, so trucks are going to roll around Sonoma on this uh, road course for the first time in forever. Should be interesting, Cody, because there's a lot. Of, I mean, in 24 years, that's as old as some of these drivers are. So it's older than most of the field, I think. Yeah, you're probably right, to be honest with you. <laughs> so track history, none for any none. of these guys. Uh, Although, well, for about five of them, because we got five cup guys in this field that this weekend that so, is true uh, you are correct it's a it's a loaded loaded field as far as cup drivers in the, in the truck series so once again we're going to do exactly what we normally do and shy away from giving you an outright winner because kyle bush is in this field uh no, oh no I, you did I got some winners never I got mind two winners. all right fine you did i just see that now uh all right well fine then let's go ahead and break it and down just a, a note xfinity is off this weekend and next weekend so they got two weekends off in a row um i believe next ooh, is next weekend the cup by and then uh, it is. I think we have just trucks next week on on the Knoxville dirt. So yeah, trucks are in the limelight next week as our only race. But yeah, so this week we got trucks and cup both at Sonoma. Xfinity is off this weekend and next weekend. So Sonoma is such a challenging track. Uh, you know, we talked a lot about what it takes to get around some of these these road courses, and you know, this is this is one with a lot of ebbs and a lot of flows, and and it's not like the Croc that we saw a couple of weeks ago. This is full of, you know, lots of S's, lots of gigantic chicanes, and, you know, a hairpin turn that, boy, if you hit that the wrong way, you're not going to have a good day. So to see the trucks get around this for the first time in a long time, I think is going to be interesting, given that this is probably not the same truck that your grandfather raced 24 years ago. So, you know, and like I said, this will be a lot of unknowns, for the, yeah, the series race. Absolutely. And I mean, as far as the Cup Series guys that are in this truck series race, so I mean now we have six road courses this year, last year. I think two were a couple years into that, but five years ago and on back, there was really only two road course road course races every year. Watkins Glen and Sonoma. So a lot of these guys, guys like Kyle Bush that are in the in the truck series field, have raced on this every year since, you know, two thousand and four or whatever it was. I don't think they came I think they took 2020 off here because of, yeah, of COVID. COVID. They yeah. did not race here. But mm-hmm. otherwise, this is one of the longest, I mean, road course races that all these cup guys have done for years. So I think there will be a marked advantage for these cup guys in this truck series field because these truck guys just don't have any practice or time on the track. And it might be worth, I've not looked at the ARCA series is racing before the trucks. I'm not sure if anybody's doing double duty on that. That might be worth looking into to see if anybody's getting a few laps on the track, at least before the race too. But um, I've been, I've been watching those Arca races every once in a while. Dude, they've, they've some pretty good races. Sometimes there's only like seven cars that finish on the lead lap, but uh, (laughs) 
Usually there's some pretty good battles. So yeah, yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. I, I'm not, I, I can't, I can't dive that deep uh, every week. <laughs> I've, I've got to at least keep something in the tank for just having a good time watching. So right. Uh, all right. Uh, let's... And then you want to touch on just the Cup Series guys in the tr- in the race real quick. Yeah. So we got Kyle Busch. We got Ross Chastain is in there as well. Who else is in there? Alex uh, Bowman. Yeah. Harrison Burton. And Austin Dillon. Yeah, that's a lot of cup guys. So, yeah, so five cup guys. That's that's a lot all in one week. Can we add Zane Smith in there? Because he's a cup guy now. Well, dude, he finished good, too. He performed really well. I think he, is, he might be working on just jumping straight to the cup series if you don't watch out. I, he might be showing that he's ready for it. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and begin our bets. Let's win some folks some money, shall we? Uh, your first bet... Features a guy that's close to my heart. Uh, unfortunately, yes, your guy, your truck guy, Stuart Friesen. I got him over Parker Kligerman. Uh, it's only minus one hundred five, so not not really any juice at all. Um, Kligerman seems to do pretty well every time he races. He's he's only part time. Uh, you might see him. You've you've seen him plenty on TV when NBC has the broadcast. He works for them, and then he just kind of races part time here and there. He was in the Cup Series race this last weekend. I think they had some issues with that Rick Ware car. Um, but he's usually, he does pretty solid. The 75 team, uh, they're a part-time team, so they're not in, in, in the truck series every week, but the races they do choose, it seems like they do pretty good. He's good at taking care of the car, keeping things clean. Again, I'll note, like I did last week with the Xfinity series, when you bet head to heads on road courses, it can change very quickly, especially on the last lap. We saw it at Coda earlier this year. I mean, you had Bowman, Almondinger and, and Chastain all going for the cup series win. And two of them finished like 35th because they they all wrecked on the last lap or whatever it was. So it can happen. So I wouldn't go crazy on the head-to-heads. But Stuart Friesen, we talked about it. I mean, he's been hot. He just he came back and finished fourth last week, even after a rough day. He's had a lot of good finishes. He beat Kligerman head-to-head at, at Coda earlier this season, the only other road course we've had so far. Friesen was ninth in that race. Uh, Kligerman was 19th. Again, you're not laying much juice at minus 105. Uh, freezing is racing every week. I mean, the guy's in like 10 different cars every week racing throughout the week. So, I mean, he's, he's in the seat all the time. He's having a great season. I'm just going to ride that momentum. Kligerman again, just part-time running here and there. So even though he does perform well, usually he's not one of the top cars. I are trucks. I expect uh freezing to be one of the, I mean, obviously I think the cup guys are going to be above everyone else for the most part, but I expect freezing to be one of the top truck series regulars. And I think he'll easily beat Kligerman in this uh, head-to-head. Yeah, I mean that's we talk a, a lot about the importance of uh, a cup or a cup a, a series regular versus a part timer, and there is just something to be said about hopping into the the car or the truck or whatever you're racing every week versus popping in and then popping out, and you know you just you don't get that familiarity. And yeah, I mean, give me a series regular over a part timer anytime and yeah i'll take that bet as well uh all right i have got uh let's see oh yeah i've got john hunter nemechek as a top three truck uh as my next uh bet and you know oh i'm sorry jesus christ where am i at i've got christian <laughs> eckes over Derek kraus yeah here we go this is me this is me on uh 15 hours worth of nascar talk so my first bet <laughs> is christian eckes over Derek Krause. Uh and look, here's what I'm going to say, and I'm I'm just going to flat out say that in the last few truck races, it's just been Christian Eckes. I mean, I, I'll toss out a lot of 
track history for uh, these road courses in, in which Eckes actually does have the edge as well. Um, you know, you look at, uh, he had a top 10 finish at the Daytona road course in two of his where Derek Krause uh, has one in three. I, you know, to me, I'm, I'm going recency bias on this one because uh, Eckes has definitely had the better finishes of late. A second place finish last week at Gateway, a fourth place finish at Charlotte, second place at Fort Worth, uh, fifth place in Kansas. Go back to, you know, just all over the place, third place at Daytona. Whereas uh, Derek Krause, seventh place at Gateway, twelfth at Charlotte, thirty-sixth at Fort Worth. He did have an eighth place at Kansas, but nineteenth at Darlington, 29th at Bristol Dirt. It's it's just not really a good season for Derek Krause so far. He's had flashes. He's looked good. He led thirty-eight laps at Gateway last week, twenty-sixth uh, the week before. But you know, bad luck. We talk about bad luck. Christian Eckes has had less of it than Derek Krause. Uh, and of course, the books feel the same way. They've got this at minus one ninety. But I took a page out of Cody's book and said, "You only pay the juice if you lose." So I don't think we're going to lose this bet. Yep, I like this one. I mean, I don't remember which spotter it is, but there's a the spotters have a podcast from Dale Junior's Dirty Mo Media, and it's like a one of their spotters or one of the spotters on there is Derek Krause's spotter in the Truck Series, and it's a running joke that he runs into everything he can every week. So he's been. <laughs> This year has been a lot better than last year was. He was really bad last year as far as just wrecking everyone and, and finding all the wrong spots. But he's had a bit of bad luck this year again with where it wasn't even his fault. He just gets caught up in it. But, uh, yeah, I, I have no disagreements here. Eckes has been running extremely well. Um, so, yeah, I like it. Outstanding. All right, let's queue up your next bet. You are picking a winner. Okay, I'm picking two winners because uh, – Dude, there was too many bets I liked this week. I, I I know it's supposed to be three trucks and three cup. There was four four cup series bets I liked. Of course, I had my two winners, but I count that as one. But I, I picked two two truck series winners. Again, I think the cup series guys are going to have a huge advantage this weekend. We've seen it this year on the ovals where the, the truck regulars can stick with these guys. And I think that the guy you're going to touch on is probably the guy I would pick if I wasn't picking a cup guy. So I like taking all three of these. But Again, we don't take guys that are the favorites unless there's a reason to. You saw it last week in Xfinity on a road course. You took Almondinger because it made sense. It cashed for you. So I'm going to do the same thing. Kyle Busch, plus 180. It's not super sexy odds, but if he wins, he wins. You know, you're not even, it's a lot of times before these were minus, you know, you're paying juice on them. You're getting plus odds. It's plus 180. Kyle Busch, I mean, he's been so good on this track. Is, here's his Cup Series finishes the last few times he's been here. Fifth, second, fifth, fifth, seventh. He won back in 2015 in the Cup Series. He knows his way around this track. He's very good at this track. Again, he's got the experience in the Truck Series. He's got whatever it is, 65 wins in that series or something crazy. So I think he's going to have a huge advantage over all these guys who haven't been there. And so I like him to win. If he doesn't win, I got to go with my boy, Ross Chastain. I'm not picking him this week in the Cup Series. He's got a huge target on his back. It's going to be very easy to purposely wreck someone in this race. You're in such all these tight corners and stuff, a little bump here or there. I think he might turn into a pinball and be all over the place. So I'm going to stay away from him in the Cup Series for this weekend at least. Um, but he's at plus 500 to win the Truck Series, and I think he's the next best driver 
you could you could probably count Alex Bowman up in there too. He looked really good at Coda, almost won that truck series race. Um, or maybe he did. I think he almost won. I can't remember. I think Zane Smith won. So yeah, Zane Smith. I think Bowman was there at the end, but but he so he looked good in that seven spire truck. But yeah, Ross Chastain again plus five hundred. These guys are the top two favorites. But even at plus five hundred, you're getting pretty decent odds for a Cup Series regular that's been as hot as he is. He's making his one hundredth start in the truck series. So if you look into the, I mean, you look into Martin Tricks Jr. made his 600th last weekend. He's leading towards the end, ended up sixth. A lot of times there's these weird correlations with these big milestones and guys winning and stuff. So if Kyle Busch can't get it done, I think Ross Chastain would get it done. Or I think uh, your guy can get it done. So, uh, yeah. You think my guy can do it? Yeah, my guy, <clears throat> my guy. This would be this would be my third pick. And I'm going to take all three of these because you can still uh, work the math and, and end up in the positive if you do it. Yeah, and my guy is John Hunter Nemechek, and I've got him as a conservative top three. He's at plus 150 out of top three. Uh, again, sort of the same kind of value as Kyle winning. and Because I, I worked under the assumption that Kyle was going to win. Uh, but you look at John Hunter Nemechek's finishes other than last week at Gateway. You know, third place finish at Charlotte. Uh, and then a couple of sixth-place finishers. He won at Darlington, third place in Bristol, fourth place in Martinsville, second place in Austin, which was the only other road course out here. So for me, you know, this guy, he just he just does well, and, and he runs well every single week. He's a top 10 car. He's a top five car most weeks, and, and you're giving me – he's probably going to end up working with his, his car owner to work up through the field. I, I got to think that they're probably going to be a little bit of a link together there, and if, if Kyle ends up winning – then I, I'm pretty sure John Hunter Nemechek's going to be somewhere in tow, uh, if not maybe winning anyways. Maybe Kyle gives him the win, pushes him to the win or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I just think John Hunter Nemechek is too good a value at a top three at plus 150 because he's basically a favorite to win if Kyle's not in there. Yeah, okay. I jumped ahead of myself and I looked ahead on the sheet. So the next guy you're going to talk about is the guy I would take as my third guy to win. But I do like this bet for all the reasons you just gave. Again, it's plus odds. He's probably the top, top truck series regular. You could argue that Zane Smith is is right there neck and neck with him. But, uh, yeah, I love it. So Okay, so you, it wasn't John Hunter then. You jumped ahead no, on the No, it sheet. wasn't John Hunter. It was Zane Smith, <laughs> your pick to win. Go ahead, because I don't – this was the end of my truck. I, got, I threw an extra cup bet in there. So. Oh, okay. Oh, you did. Look you're at up. You. You're up back to back. All right. I got, Zane, <laughs> I got Zane Smith to win because I can't quit the guy. He won in Austin. He won at Coda uh, earlier this season. Won at Kansas. Fifth place, Charlotte. Ninth place, Gateway. I just, I can't quit Zane Smith, man. I just, he's so good and he's so strong. And, and it was a good win in Austin. I mean, he led 11 laps. Uh, so it wasn't like he he was completely um, you know just a last lap kind of a guy or a last four lap kind of guy like Almondinger. Uh, but you know for me it, it's just you look at Zane Smith and you just look at how well he's been running lately. And if it's not John Hunter Nemechek uh, or or Kyle Busch or any of those, then it, it's got to be Zane Smith. Um, but like I said in the show notes, if Kyle doesn't win, Zane Smith to win at plus nine hundred, uh, that's insane value for a guy like Zane Smith who, who won Coda with Kyle Busch in that race. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're, you're spot on. I absolutely, I love this bet. And yeah, this was the guy that I meant when I said that I would, he would be my third pick to win. And I like taking all of them. I think that the Kyle Busch, Ross Chastain are going to be your top two guys. I think Bowman will be up in the mix there. I don't expect much from Austin Dillon or Harrison Burton as far as cup guys go. They have longer odds. They're not as skilled of drivers. They're not whatever. I think they're just trying to get some track time, which good for them. 
but I wouldn't expect much out of them. So then, yeah, Zane Smith is kind of – and John Hunter Nemechek, those are those next guys in that group. Zane Smith's proven it. He's been so good this season, one of the best drivers. Already won on the road course, beat Kyle Busch to do it. Uh, Todd Gilliland has had massive success, winning road courses in that truck before. So they know what they're doing. Their road course program is, is spot on. So absolutely love that one. Sweet. Hopefully we cash this one for you because at plus 900, <laughs> that's a pretty good way to head into Sunday's race for sure. Exactly. So, uh, all right. Well, speaking of Sunday's race, let's hit stage three after the break where Cody's sneaking in 16 more picks for you. Yeah, I, know. I was going to say you might want to recap the trucks now. So it's not. So oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Let's recap I the got trucks. Some extra cup series bits. <laughs> <laughs> let's recap the trucks for you uh, because that was kind of a little all over the place. My apologies. Uh, Cody has Friesen over Parker Klingerman at minus 105. I have got uh, Christian Eckes over Derek. Kraus at minus 190. A little juiced, but oh well. Uh, Cody has everybody to win the trucks. No, I'm sorry. He's got Kyle to win at plus 180. He's got Ross Chastain to win at 500. Uh, and he probably threw in uh, Zane Smith at plus 900 too. While I'm just I was going to add that to the sheet. Just yeah. in case. <laughs> uh, I've got John Hunter Nemechek as a top three at plus 150. And then, like I said, I've got Zane Smith, if Kyle does not pull this out, at plus 900, which uh, I think is a fantastic I even a quarter unit bet on just to just to have some fun rooting for somebody other than Kyle Bush on this one. Uh, all right, we'll load it up, take a pit stop, come back for stage three with our bets for the Sonoma and the Toyota Save Mart 350. But first, as we always do, let's talk about Athletic Greens. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. What is this stuff? Well. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right because who does not want to start their day right? Special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all kinds of things. Cost you less than $3 a day, plus you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit of yours. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery in Athletic Greens. Has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Only one five-star review more than the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Hard to believe, I know, right? To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. With your first purchase, all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I bet you didn't know that that little glasses and hat guy staring at you from your incognito mode browser does not actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and all sorts of other prying eyes. That is why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure. On the internet, IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's literally that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free, IPVanish is super easy to use. All you got to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. It's the best kind of thing 
when you don't even know it's happening. Stop sharing with the world everything you scream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take back your privacy today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Cody, we're turning left this week. Not just right. Or, or turning right, not just left. <laughs> Whatever. We're turning left and right. It's okay. We turn left <laughs> every week. I, my head's already in Sonoma. Guys, I get to go to this race. This is yes. exciting. Second year in a row, I get to go and have some fun uh, watching these cars go around the track. Uh, try to stand behind as many pit boxes as I can and just... So pumped to be able to go and bring you guys some live pictures like Cody did uh, from Kansas. Yes, your turn. I hope you have a blast. I know you had a good time there last year. Uh, I Man, it'd be so much fun to see a road course in person, too. So, uh, yeah, I'm jealous of you for that. But uh, it's fun. Yeah, I got to see. I'm excited for you. Should be should be fun. I got to see uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, I got to see Guy Fieri. I got to see, you know, all the guy. I stalked Kyle, Kyle Larson out of the bathroom. I mean, it was it was fantastic stuff, man. I I loved it. Yeah. 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 You had a selfie with Kyle Larson who ended up winning the race. That was pretty cool. And the championship. Yeah, All the stars out with. uh, Yeah. And the championship. Yeah. Yeah. With Michael Jordan and them there. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, those guys don't come to Kansas Speedway. So <laughs> Kyle Shanahan was out there, coach of the Niners. I was loving that. So, yeah, good times. I'm go. curious as to who's going to be out there that uh, is going to be excited to see me. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to be at the track. Hit Rod up. <laughs> yeah, hit me up. Uh, all right, Cody, because you have 19 bets, let's, uh, let's go ahead and queue up some of these. Uh, look, here's Sonoma. Just go look it up because it is such a fantastic, it's beautiful. Uh, the rolling hills of the Sonoma Valley, just, you know, you can't get a more picturesque backdrop for a race, in my opinion. And and really, the weather's going to be beautiful. The track conditions are going to be great. Like, it just, this is going to be a, a great road race to watch. And just take it all in as you watch it, as I take it all in while I'm there. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, beautiful ride in wine country. Uh, looks Looks like an amazing place to be. Super jealous you're going. Uh, and yeah, like I said, this has been one of the regulars on this cup schedule for a long time. So these guys have been racing there. They know this place, a lot of history here. So we definitely had some stuff to look back on and, uh, yeah, I found a lot of stuff I like this week. So, all right, well, let's hit it up stuff in. let's yeah. go. Cue it. All right. Our boys at WinBet uh, kicking it off with them. They got a good one. They have Kyle Bush matched up with Joey Logano. This was super juiced up on some other books, but it's only minus 120 on WinBet. So definitely head over there uh to get down on this one but i absolutely love this one joey logano uh i know he just won he beat kyle bush at the end there um his season's kind of been up and down though he's not really been super good yet again he wins he wins on the new track (laughs) again why didn't we why didn't we get that but uh oh well but no kyle bush i talked about it with the truck series race again uh his last few finishes here fifth last year second fifth fifth seventh he won in 2015 he won in 2008 he's been good here he's been very consistent um he's a he's a really good road course racer not necessarily one of the top guys you think of when you think of kyle bush but uh but he he has always been good on road courses very consistent good he is hot hotter than hot right now i mean just finished second last weekend he's had a couple of good finishes here lately so he's really getting things figured out He's one of those guys that was very critical of this car early in the season, but I think he's coming into his own now. He's he's ready for that win. He's gotten so close a couple times here lately. I know he got the he's, he's gotten a couple other wins, but uh, 
yeah, so I, I like Kyle Busch over Joey Logano at minus 120. Yeah, so, you know, and the thing about it last year, I remember because he was duking it out with his brother a lot in that race. It was him and Kurt battling it out for, for most. In fact, they finished back-to-back uh, -back in that race as well. Uh, and I remember asking uh, Kyle after after the race, it was part of the, the scrum around him as he was given his, his things, and I asked, so uh, how, what's the flight back going to be like after you guys pretty much battled it out the whole time? And he was like, oh, he's flying back with me? I, I didn't, I was, he's, yeah, that was pretty funny. But That's yeah, funny. Kyle, Kyle's got enough going for him right now. I, I mean, obviously I'm going to tell you and lay out a case for a, a alternate reality later. But yeah, Kyle Busch and this track, they, they really are good together. And of course, riding the momentum of, of that race that he had last week, I think Kyle uh, is, is figured it out. And on a, on a track like this, you know, we talked a lot about muscle memory last week and, and, and what it means to drivers. You know, if you're, if you're on a track that you know well, chances are you're going to do well again. So, And again, he's going to win Friday or Saturday in the <laughs> truck series. Yeah. So he's going to have those laps on the track. So he's just going for the clean sweep, which he's done many times in his career. So I, uh, which, yeah, we'll get into that later. But uh, I think he beats Joey Logano here. All right. I love it. Uh, all right. I'm going to give you one that I gave out to the folks. Go watch the uh, IBT's uh, back road on the on YouTube. It's in between media. It's the back road. I got to host it with Derek Yoder uh, the other day, and it was a fantastic show. Derek's always great. I was actually on his show just a few minutes ago before we jumped on with Cody. So uh, I've talked a lot of NASCAR this week, uh, more than I've normally talked. Cody's usually reserved for you, but uh, unfortunately this time everybody got to me. So uh, sorry about that. I, I cheated on the pod. It's okay. You know, we're, we're, we give the love to everybody. Derek, he always has great stuff. So yeah, after you check out the back road, go check out his, his Twitter spaces show. You can find him at, uh, picks by blaze. I think it is on Twitter. Yep. He always pins that the show up there. You can listen to it. You don't have to listen live. I mean, I was at my daughter's softball game, which eight you softball she got her first home run, which was a grand slam tonight. So Hell yeah, I'm pretty pumped up for that. Uh, shout out to her. But, uh, yeah, so, so I missed the show live, but I'll definitely be checking it out probably once we get off here. All right, well, uh, I, gave, so. I gave this one out on the IBT show, and uh, that is Kyle Larson to win the poll. Four times in a row, this guy has sat on the poll. And he's done it in the 42. He did it in the 5. He just he sits on the pole in Sonoma, and and I you know there's no there's no other analysis I think that you need other than the fact that Kyle Larson sits on the pole at Sonoma. It's happened historically. I, I think it's going to happen again this year I, with any of the changes. Doesn't matter what happens. Kyle Larson's going to sit on the pole uh, for Sonoma. In fact, he's just I I I just have this feeling, and and I know Derek doesn't agree with me, but I've got this feeling that Kyle Larson has been chipping away at being good again. I mean, he's got a lot of bad luck. He's put himself in a lot of bad situations over the last few weeks that have stopped him from going on a big run. But this is Kyle Larson. Like, I just, you know, he's good, and he's been good. I just feel like he's got to still be good somewhere in there. I mean, no argument here at all. Uh, I agree with you as far as he's he's looked a lot better lately. Again, the bad luck stuff has really gotten to him. Hendrick looked off this last weekend at St. Louis. I don't know if they just missed it. All their cars look bad, which you don't usually see from them. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we're pretty heavy on, on Hendrick guys this weekend here for good reason. I mean, Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson are the favorites to win this race because they are the top two road course racers. I don't think there's any question about that. But uh, again, you laid out the case. He's good at qualifying here. He did it last year. He won here. So absolutely love it. You get a plus 500. 
So it's not even short odds. You're, you're getting pretty decent odds for it. Yeah, I, I was I was surprised, and that's really kind of why I ended up taking it because it's plus five hundred. That's that's a pretty a pretty big jump. I mean, that's almost like a favorite to win type of a situation. Last week he was plus eight hundred to win. So yeah, I don't know. You're gonna find that. Yeah, no, absolutely love it. All right, so let us move on to your next bet. Another head to head for you. Another head to head for me. I'm gonna take uh, AJ Allmendinger over Austin Sindrick. And this one is at minus one fifteen. I, I just I don't know. I understand that these guys had some pretty good battles back in the Xfinity series the last couple of years, duking it out for these wins and stuff. But to me, Almondinger is one of the most elite road course racers. We saw it last weekend at Portland. He did it. Uh, he's always done well at the road courses. He won last year at Indy in the Cup Series. Again, we just talked about. I think he had a top ten finish this last weekend in that college 16 car they seem to have their program on on going good uh Cindric's done okay he had a good a decent week this last weekend i've really not been that big on other than winning the daytona 500 obviously he's not really done that much this year and i think he's still learning this car a lot and learning to be in the cup series almondinger yes he's only running part-time but that's a full-time car that's been performing well with multiple different drivers he's a road course guy he's always been one of those road course ringer styles he races all the road courses as part of his part-time schedule. Again, just saw him win last week in the Xfinity Series, so I absolutely love him. I Honestly, I'm surprised he's at plus 1,200. I don't think either of us picked him to win, but at plus 1,200, he's definitely worth a look. Um, again, he's not one of our, our couple picks we have, but I was surprised his odds were that long even. So, And, and uh, to be matched up head-to-head with Cindric, I absolutely love this one. Again, he was in the running at Coda to win that. I mean, if Chastain hadn't spun him at the end, he probably would have won it. So he's proven he can hang with the big dogs. I haven't seen that from Cindric other than winning the 500. Obviously, that's a big thing. But but other than that, I haven't seen it from him yet. And really, Penske's not been – I don't know. They're, they've they've had some some good races here and there, and obviously they won last weekend and they won the, the all-star race in that. But still, I don't think their program is fully on where it should be either. So. I like AJ Allmendinger over Austin Sindrick. That was one of the featured matchups on Derek's Twitter space, so I will not blow the lead for you. Go log yeah, on to that and find out where everybody else. for me. I want to see what you think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Just go check it out. It's, it's definitely one of the featured matchups over there on the show. Uh, all right, well, I've got a matchup for you. This is a fun one because, boy, there was a lot of Chastain featured matchups uh, this week, and for good reason. He, Chastain against all his rivals. <laughs> what did I say? What did I, I love say? How, I love how they do that. They always do that every week. Yeah. Where uh, if, some, if two guys get in a tussle, they're one of the featured matchups the next week. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like they, they jumped right on it, too. But it's like I said in the Slack channel, too. Uh, remember the in the NASCAR, uh, what was the NASCAR game that, that uh, you... Oh, yeah. Yeah, NASCAR you bumped it. under 2000. That's what it was. It yeah, was. you made enemies yeah. by bumping into everybody and then half the field just tried to kept taking you out week after week because they were all mad at you uh like yeah, nobody yeah, was if you, racing if you, like drafted with a guy for like a solid eight laps you got like five points to the green yeah and then you like barely bump them and you get like 100 points to the red yeah and then once they get to the red and they're mad at you then they just try to purposely wreck you the entire race yeah nobody's so, racing yeah. anymore it's literally just them trying yeah, to wreck you them trying to wreck you that's exactly <laughs> what happened last weekend so this is the matchup that we are, are facing and it is denny hamlin and i've got him going over ross chastain i i, I know that this is probably narrative street but 
look, here's the thing about it. And I, and I made the case to some extent just a little bit ago, but Ross Chastain, and for whatever you want to think about his apology, I almost feel like in the moment that was genuine. Like he honestly, he wasn't trying to cower away. I know that everybody loves bravado. I know that everybody loves like, yeah, I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. That's great and all. But at the same token, man, you got to understand that he's really riding a high that he's never ridden before, right? He's got wins. He's, he's riding a hot momentum streak. People know his name. He crushes watermelons. There's a lot of pressure on that, right? So if you have a bad day in that kind of a spotlight, you're going to be, uh, you're going to be affected by it, impacted by it. It's some, in some way, shape or form. And it's going to carry over a race or two. Yeah. He, he won, uh, his first road race a little bit ago. Yeah. He's won races before, but this is going to play into him. And I'm not saying that the entire field's going to try to wreck him all day long, but they are not going to make things easy for him. He is not going to have an easy day in Sonoma. And if this were a mile and a half, if this were a super speedway, I'd be singing a different story. But this is a road race. These cars will find each other, and they will be in close contact with each other all day long. And I'm not convinced that Ross can handle that kind of pressure right now, especially given the fact that, you know, he just, he really was genuinely sorry for what happened. Danny, on the other hand, has success at this track. He's been top five. He's been top 10. He's run well here year after year after year after year. So this is not the track. I, I love Cody that you said that earlier. This is not the track that he's going to get revenge. He'll wait. He'll let it go. But this is in the back of Ross's mind. Danny, he's going to go out with a clean slate. He's going to go out just trying to put another win under his belt or at least a good top five finish uh, in this race. So Danny's at plus 105. Denny's plus money in this matchup. Gotta grab plus money. Yeah, I'll probably stay away from this one, but I think you're spot on with your analysis of it. I mean, I talked about it earlier. I'm not betting Chastain at all this weekend. Or, I mean, not in the Cup Series. I'm going to bet him in the Truck Series, but but not in the Cup Series. He's got a huge target on his back. We've seen this so many times where you have the older generation, the old guard is starting to get phased out. You got Martin Truex, Kevin Harvick. These guys are going to start retiring. Denny Hamlin's getting older. Then you got these young guys that come in and they're the next hot thing. And they they haven't raced with these guys for years and years and years. And and they don't know how to race them. I mean, for years he's been in these crappy cars in the back. He doesn't, he's not raced up there with these guys. Now he's up there. They have to accept he's gonna be with them every week because he's proven he's one of the best cars in the field this year, one of the best drivers. So he's up there. But again, road courses so easy. There's so many twists and turns where these guys are all on each other. I think Chastain's going to spend more time looking in his mirror, worrying about who's going to get him. And we could see maybe Denny Hamlin doesn't get that opportunity and maybe he waits, but maybe Chase Elliott says, fuck you for what you did to me last week and punts him. Maybe some of these other veteran guys say, I'm going to teach this guy. He can't mess with us. He needs to learn how to drive around us. I think he's going to have that target on his back. And for that reason, I'm not going to bet him at all. So if you're going to go against him plus money, I mean, Hamlin has been good these last few weeks. I stopped fading him last week. It didn't work out on the bet side because of the Chastain thing. But he's looked very good. He's had good equipment, good cars. He's been running well. Toyota Gibbs have been running well. I was all over Kyle Busch, uh, his teammate, obviously. So I, I, I have no argument with that. As much as I've loved Chastain this week, as much as I think he could be in contention, I think he'll have one of the best cars. He'll be one of the best drivers. But... 
man, I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Again, you can't you can't make people mad. I mean, even Bubba Wallace could probably take a nice little shot at some point because that'll be somebody that they'll run around for a little while with. But you know, yeah, absolutely. And then, I mean, you got Kurt Busch. He's one of those veterans that's been around a long time. Drives for Denny Hamlin. Hamlin might say, "If you guys get a shot at him, let's send a message." So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you with, make with your... all of that, and again, like you said, if it was a mile and a half, it was a different kind of track. Maybe we wouldn't be so worried about that because you don't always get those opportunities and they're not always close quarter racing, but with it all being so fresh right now on such a tight track where these guys are close quarters, almost the whole race. I, I think he's got to watch out. Plus we saw it at Coda. He wrecked a couple guys to win that race at the end. Cash my 40 to one bet, by the way. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> But yeah, so it, it could come back. AJ Allmendinger is going to be in this race. He remembers getting wrecked there. He doesn't race him every week. He gets an opportunity. I mean, there's just there's so much possibilities of these guys going after him that I can't bet on him this week. So so I'll ride Hamlin with you. Yep. And if Hamlin can make his car 16 cars wide uh, in on on <laughs> on Gateway, he could do that in Sonoma as well. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. We've got a, a, a we don't normally do group bets. You found a group I bet. I love well, it. Well, sometimes the group bets it seems like they aren't out uh, necessarily when we record or or there's not. But I I really like this one. So this is a group Group C winner, uh, and I'm taking Kurt Busch at plus 260. So you got Tyler Reddick at plus 230. Joey Logano at plus 260 and Alex Bowman at plus 260. So pretty, all pretty even all, you know, 230, And then the rest are all 260. Kurt Busch, just like his brother, extremely good at this track. Very consistent. His last few finishes here, six, 13th, six, seventh, 10th. He was second in 2015. Then if you go back, he was 12th. He was fourth. He was third. He won this race back in 2011 in Penske. Again, he's done it in different cars, different manufacturers, different teams, all of that. He's always been consistent here. He's in a new team again. He's been fast. He finished, what, third this past weekend again, right behind his brother again, running together. He won a couple weeks ago at Kansas. He's been good. He's been fast. Those Toyotas have been good. I just talked about the Gibbs cars being good. They're basically another extension of the Gibbs cars. Love Kurt Busch. Uh, Tyler Reddick, again, until we see the solid finishes from him, I'm just going to keep fading him. Joey Logano, you know, I talked about him earlier. Yeah, whatever. I know you, you got something on him coming up, but uh, Alex Bowman, he's been solid, but nothing. I know he was in the mix at the end at Coda, so you'll give him that. But but the way Kurt Busch has been so good and so consistent here, I really like him at plus 260 to, to be the group winner for Group C. I could see him being a top five car, which is exactly why he should do better than most of the other people in this group. So, I mean, I don't hate it. It's it's a great group bet because, like you said, a lot of these group bets aren't out. And a lot of times I just don't feel like they give you a whole lot of value in some of them. But this one... Yeah, some of them, it's just like you, you could really make a case for almost any of them. And in this one, I feel like really the only other one you can make a strong case for, in my opinion anyways, is Alex Bowman. And so, and I mean, again, Redick... You can make the case because he's been so good, but his finishes have not been there. Again, we saw what he was 17th last week or whatever. He didn't even look that great. So he's had some good races where he's looked good, but he just, until he can get over that hump of, of actually getting the finishes, uh, I'm going to keep keep on fading him. So this one just really jumped out to me, and I like it. So I'm going to roll with that. All right. That's a good one. All right. Well, I will queue up uh, my winners because, you know, you had an extra bet, so I'll just go ahead and queue up my winners and we'll – We'll call it good and, and yeah. wrap it up with yours. Uh, all right. I have got 
I mean, look, stop me if you heard this one before, but I got Kyle Larson to win this. Uh, we, we talk about not a lot of uh, value in betting favorites, but he's not even the favorite to he's win. He's not even the favorite this week. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Chase Elliott is the favorite to win, his teammate. Uh, and look, I know the narrative that Chase Elliott is the road, road, road course, the active road course champ in this. I mean, he's got seven wins already. Like the list of accolades for, for Elliott go on and on and on. But this is the one track that he hasn't done it on. So he's still looking for that <clears throat> first win in on this track. But Kyle Larson has won before his teammate did uh, on this track. And he won last year. Obviously, we know the string of wins that he was in the middle of and continued to rip off after that track. But there's something to be said about Larson and, and a little bit of home cooking, right? I mean, Larson's from Elk Grove, which is only about an hour away from Sonoma, uh, maybe even less depending on traffic. So he's going to have family. He's going to have friends. He's probably going to be home for a little bit before the race to say hi and kiss some babies and shake some hands. So you have you give him you know an opportunity to be comfortable, and you saw what it did in good equipment last year. He just basically dominated that race, and you know I, I have a feeling that he could do that again, especially if he starts from the pole because he's hard to beat when he starts from the pole. Uh, he doesn't necessarily have wins in all of those races, but you know, for me, it just, you give me a guy that, uh, that wants to win on a track that he won last year in a crazy race, to be honest with you, COVID being in the middle of everything. And, and that season was nuts as it was. So at plus 650, we talked about it last week, Cody, that the plus 800 for Larson would probably be the last time we'd ever see odds that high. And and we it's true because now here at Sonoma it's plus six fifty still pretty high for for Larson uh, but you know not necessarily as high as as I'd hope for but yeah give me Larson to win this thing at plus six hundred or I'm sorry plus six fifty yeah I love I mean I love it he's obviously one of the favorites for a reason won here last year I mean you know that there's no I have no argument against it for sure so. I'm on board with you. I really like Larson this weekend. I think that, and you're going to see it when we get to my bets too, I think we're going to see back. To, I mean, I get the road courses have become a lot more popular for a long time. It was always the same guys winning because there was only two. There's six now. And so guys put more effort into it, but there's certain guys that are just so much better on the road courses for a reason. Larson is one of those guys. He showed us that when he was in the 42 car and then just really once he got into the five car, has expanded what he could do with the top-notch equipment. So no arguments there. Sweet, sweet. All right, well, I value bet because I always take a page out of Cody's book, uh, as <laughs> everybody should. My value pick is not a long shot pick because I, I just, when you look down this list of long shots, they're really long shots for a reason, especially on road courses. It's not not a lot of sexy names out there that you want to drive just bite into. Uh, so I'm just going to go with value, and I'm, I'm going to pick Joey Logano, uh, as my value pick at plus 1800 it doesn't take much to cast his bet has he won in Sonoma nah but he's won twice this season the guy just feels like he's on some kind of a roll uh, this season as opposed to a couple of seasons ago uh, but even still like his average finish here is 13.4 but that doesn't really tell the story because he had some bad runs in in 2017 18 and 19 where he was 12th 19 and 23rd but he finished came back to finish fourth in last year's race third in 2016 fifth in 2015 top 10 finishes in 2012 and 2011 so he started on the pole in 2011 
it's not that Joey Logano can't run this course. It's just something happens to where he doesn't find himself winning. He led five laps last year too, which is you know impressive considering Kyle Larson uh, led six hundred of a hundred laps. So you know, give me a guy that's on a hot streak that is feeling himself, and and that's Joey Logano. I think he can do some damage. I know he's in that same group as Kurt Busch, so that would wreck your group pick. But um, you know, I just for me, if I'm looking for value down the list, Joey Logano just feels good this week. Yeah, I mean, the long shot drivers don't typically do it a lot on the road courses. We got the Ross Chastain forty to one that we hit earlier in the season at Coda, but. Again, the long shots, you don't typically see it. So, uh, And I try to always give a long shot out. My long shot this week is not very long of a shot. But uh, I was looking down there on that list, and, man, just not really much popped out to me. So, again, I, I kind of talked about Faden Lacano in a couple of my bets. But, you know, shit gets wild. We've seen him. He's won twice this year, even races where he wasn't necessarily the best car even or the most dominant on the day. So, again, he's a guy that can stay out of trouble stay clean shit hits the fan he could be there at the end and you know at 18 to 1 that's a nice bet to cash so i'm not, I'm not gonna argue with you on it all right who do you got to win cody all right well uh you know if kyle larson can't get it done the guy who finished second to him last year and is looking for his first win at sonoma chase elliott the road course king some books have him as low as like four plus 450 over on win bet again they're killing it with the lines this week especially they have him at plus 600 so that was the, the best place I could find was on WinBet. Uh, so, yeah, 6-1. to one. Dude is a road course ace. You said it earlier. He's got seven wins on road courses. It's just amazing how good he is on road courses. Like I said, I think we're going to get back to seeing that dominance from these guys. Again, Sonoma has been one of those tracks where it's been specifically the, the road course guys, not so much the long shot type of guys. I think that Chase Elliott is going to be up there all day. I think he's going to run well. He got a win a couple weeks ago on an oval, got that little monkey off his back. Uh, so, he, you know, he's feeling it enough. Hendrick struggled last weekend, but, again, their road course program has been so good, especially between Larson and Elliott. Those two guys know this track so well. Um, again, he finished second last year, 37th back in 2019 because of an engine problem, but he was fourth and eighth in the races before that. So, Again, he's the road course king for a reason. He's one of the best at it, probably the best up there with Larson for sure. Um, and again, plus 600, yes, he's the favorite, but it's not even that short of a, of a favorite. So I really like him to win this week at uh, plus 600. I love it. And then my not so long shot, long shot is Kyle Busch. Again, I, I mean, I've already professed my love for him this week on, on, the, on all my other picks, but uh, I could easily see him getting the sweep, winning the truck series race. He's got that that momentum carried over. He finished second last week. He's been having great runs. He's looked good. He's figured this car out. Again, fifth last year, second the race before that, fifth, fifth, seventh, one here in 2015, one here in 2018. He knows the place, just like his brother Kurt. They're very good at this track. I would expect to see them racing each other again this year like they did last year. Uh, and I, I expect him to be up front with those other guys. I, I think Elliott, uh, Larson and Kyle Busch are the top three to me above and beyond anyone else. And I think that easily, if, if you're on all three of those, I think easily one of those is going to hit and we're going to, we're going to have ourselves a winner this weekend. So Kyle Busch 10 to one also over on win bet there. Uh, um, again, just killing it, killing it with the good odds for us this weekend. So 
definitely get on there. I love it. And yeah, again, I think you're going to see a lot of the the same names that you see every Sonoma rolling around this. I don't know that there's going to be very much variation uh, other than maybe stage breaks and all that other stuff going on. But yeah, this this race is going to play out a lot like it's played out before, and that's fine. There's a lot of good names and a lot of good drivers that take it. And here's one thing I'm interested in seeing before we wrap things up is that I, I want to see, because the beating and banging aspect of it, we saw it at Coda, the, the truck or the cars held up so much better I have a feeling that it's going to be the same in Sonoma and we're going to be seeing better racing as a result because these guys aren't going to be so afraid to, to put a little bit of a more of a bumper into somebody uh, to, to tear up their own car. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we saw it at Coda. We've seen it at other tracks this season. These guys aren't afraid to bump into each other and hit each other before. Those cars were just so fragile. You barely bump somebody. It's going to cut your tire. It's going to ruin your day. Now you can hit guys. You can battle. And so uh, I think we're going to see some very exciting racing. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good time. I hope you have a blast. It should be a good, fun time for you. Uh, definitely follow follow Rod on, on Twitter and uh, follow at NASCAR Gambling. I'm sure he'll take over that uh, that handle this weekend and, and post all his, his fun stuff from his time at the track. But uh, I'm pumped for you, buddy. It's going to be a good time. It will be a fantastic time. So let us wrap up the bets uh, from this fantastic time that I'm about to have uh, at the race. Uh, all right, so for the cup, you have got Kyle Busch over Joey Logano at minus 120 from our friends over there at Win. Uh, I have got Kyle Larson to start from the pole at plus 500. I love that bet, too. Uh, I love your next bet. AJ Allmendinger over uh, Austin, or yeah, Cindric uh, at minus 115. And then I also have Denny Hamlin over Ross Chastain at plus money. The the rivalry continues. Uh, the Ross Chastain is driving with too many red drivers around him uh, this week to, to get out of it. Uh, you've got Kurt Busch to get out of Group C with a uh, best finish at plus 260, where I have Kyle Larson to win this race at plus 650, and Logano as a sprinkle if you are feeling lucky at plus 1800 where you have got Chase Elliott at plus 600, the second-place finisher from last week, or last season, rather, and Kyle Busch, uh, who finished top five at plus 1,000 to win as well from our friends at Win. A <sighs> lot of action, man. A lot of fun. A lot of bets. Just uh, can't wait for this weekend. It's going to be fun. I'm going to toss in a bonus bet for you. Ooh. And our guys at the NBA Gambling Podcast have this uh, covered pretty well. But I'm watching the NBA Finals Game 3. They're going to play again Friday night, I think it is. The Warriors, again in the third quarter, absolutely destroying the Celtics. They've outscored them by 14 points so far. There's like three minutes left. And uh, I think before, going into this game, they'd outscored them in the third quarter, like 72 to 38. It's not even close. Their halftime adjustments are absolutely amazing. They're getting their ass kicked in the first half. They just took the lead. So bonus NBA bet for you. Bet the Warriors to win the third quarter on Friday night. California love, baby. California <laughs> love. All right. Well, enjoy Sonoma. Uh, enjoy the, the beautiful California sun on your television while I enjoy it out in real life. If I'm on a camera, I'll wave hi. Maybe I'll try to get some uh, NASCAR gambling merch and, uh, and wave it in front of a camera for everybody. But, Cody, why don't you uh, tell everybody where they can find you on socials? There we go. You can find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at NASCAR Gambling. That's where you can find all Rod's stuff this weekend. Uh, you know, and then, yeah, just follow Rod. He's, he's the one with all the extra content this weekend. 
I, I got a slower week with Xfinity off. I don't have a Garage Guys article this weekend, but F1 coming out probably tomorrow. And then, uh, yeah, going to be gonna be watching for Rod's stuff and uh, living vicariously through him. Hells yeah. Let's have some fun, shall we? Let's win some bets. Let's cash some bets. Let's enjoy watching racing together. Join the Slack channel. Get in on that conversation. We're having a blast each and every week, and we just want to have more fun with you. So join, get in, talk to us. We, we love having more folks uh, to talk racing with, and it's just never a dull moment in that Slack channel, unless it's like a Tuesday, but we, we'll pick it back up. All right, everybody, until next week, like I said, let's cash some tickets. I'll make sure to bring you some great quality content from Sonoma. Let's have some fun. Let's go racing and let it ride.